Talk 1110-993-WBT. Welcome to the show. Pete Callender here. You know what today is, right? It's Groundhog Day. Once again, the eyes of the nation have turned here to this tiny village in western Pennsylvania. Blah, 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 blah. There is no way that this winter is ever going to end. As long as this groundhog keeps seeing his shadow, yeah, pretty much. I don't see any other way out. Yeah, I don't either. So that's where we are. Punxsutawney Phil saw his shadow today. So six more weeks of winter, if you believe that sort of thing. He uh, is not very good. Phil's predictions have been right just uh, 39% of the time, which is actually more effective than the masks that everyone's been wearing. Oh, I kid. I kid. Not really, though. Um, We'll get into some of the... Uh, the COVID report that the Mecklenburg County Health, uh, Public Health Director, uh, Dr. Raynard Washington, uh, presented last night to the County Commission. And, uh, much like Groundhog Day, the movie, uh, there will be no change. There will be no change in any of the mandates. Now, uh, before we get there, this is a very big change. The blast zone from the Cuomo brothers. It really is remarkable how many people have now been taken down. Um, Jeff Zucker just quit as head of CNN. Like moments ago, put out a statement, sent his entire network (laughs) into a spiral. Uh, We go now. This is a clip Mediaite has posted up. uh, Our friend Caleb Howe, who's the uh, editor of Mediaite.com, They got a post here of a 36-second clip. This is essentially uh, Brian Stelter, uh, who is, as I understand it, right, he is the PR person for CNN. Oh, I mean, I know he's, yes, technically he's the, the media reporter guy, but he's always doing cleanup on aisle CNN. And uh, he took to the airwaves where he had a very important statement to read. Okay, here's Brian Stelter reading uh, the statement from Allison Gallust, who is, or Gallust, she is, uh, or, yeah, she still is the chief marketing officer at CNN, with whom Jeffrey Zucker, Jeff Zucker, the head of CNN, was having an inappropriate romantic relationship with. Here is... Brian Stelter, who, by the way, looks like a potato. This memo, uh, um, according to the memo here, it was a consensual relationship that evolved in recent years, and that they and he did not disclose it, and thus that's why he's resigning. I just received Kate while we're speaking here a, a statement from Allison Gullist as well. As I said, Gullist, the top marketing executive for CNN, she's remaining with the company, and here's what she says: "Quote, Jeff and I have been close friends and professional partners for over 20 years. Recently, our relationship changed during COVID. I regret that we didn't disclose it at the right." time. Uh, Gullis going on to say, I'm incredibly proud of my time at CNN and look forward to continuing the great work we do every day. There's Brian Stelter reading the statement from the chief marketing officer at CNN after she and Jeff Zucker's relationship was exposed as part of the fallout of the Chris Cuomo investigation that was done. So Zucker made this announcement uh, earlier today following the acknowledgement he had failed to disclose this relationship. He said, quote, in the statement, he said, quote, as part of the investigation into Chris Cuomo's tenure at CNN, I was asked about a consensual relationship with my closest colleague. Well, now, why would he have been asked about that unless somebody told the investigators about it? 
Whoever could have done such a thing? Wait a minute. This is Chris Cuomo. And remember, like, these are the Cuomos. They know where the bodies are buried. They've got dirt on people. Zucker was a, you know, big defender of Cuomo, but this seems like probably Chris Cuomo gave the investigators a little bit of a heads up on something, something. And Jeff Zucker got asked about it. And he says, um, I acknowledged the relationship evolved in recent years. I was required to disclose it when it began, but I didn't. I was wrong. Um, it is pretty amazing. Again, another example. The people who accuse Donald Trump of being terrible are so often also terrible, right? Isn't that amazing? Like they're like they, these are the ones who made such a big deal over his, you know, inappropriate relationships and all this. And how dare you, Republican voters or Trumpian voters, how dare you not care that he had an affair with the porn star? Like, how dare you? Meanwhile, he's off, you know, having an inappropriate relationship with a colleague and not disclosing it to corporate. Because when you're the boss, you know, you don't have to do that. She's apparently the CNN's executive vice president and chief marketing officer, one of the highest ranking leaders of the network, uh, closely involved uh, in major business and communications decisions. Um, now, I will say this. Both of these two are divorced. So there was no affair. As far as I know, and I don't really like this is the thing. I don't even care. The only thing that matters to me on this is, first off, it's like the head of the CNN uh, uh, channel, like going away. So that's pretty huge because he's the head of CNN. And uh, he was also the one who was launching <laughs> the uh, the digital thing, the CNN Plus. That was his. <laughs> so, oh, man. Yeah. you imagine Imagine being Chris Wallace right now. Or, or what was the uh, Rex Chapman, right? The uh, the thieving liar who uh, also played for the Charlotte Hornets, apparently. Um, yeah, th- these guys just got hired on at the new CNN Plus, the digital product. And as soon as they land uh, the big names, uh, then Zucker uh, dumps this. Yeah. Um, so it is pretty amazing. I've seen people reference the fact that Zucker is basically responsible for elevating two politicians specifically trump and uh andrew cuomo that's i mean that's a pretty good record don't you think pretty good record um yeah zucker was a huge fan of trump's initially um it's just it it really is who else has been taken down i saw somebody hang on a second let me see if i can pull up this uh, earlier tweet, somebody had uh, mentioned, do, 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 do. oh, uh, just by the way, Jeffrey Tubin still uh, has a job there, still works there. Um, my goodness, there was, so, was it the head of the Me Too uh, organization? Like, uh, yeah, here it is. President of CNN, host of the CNN 9 o'clock hour, the president of the Human Rights Campaign, both the CEO and chairwoman of Time's Up, all of them out of their jobs because of a domino effect set off by Andrew Cuomo's scandal. Really is amazing, don't you think? I'm sorry, what was that again? I'm a god. You're a god. I'm a god. I'm not the god. I don't think. Because you survived a car wreck? You folks ready to order? I didn't just survive a wreck. I wasn't just blown up yesterday. I have been stabbed, shot, poisoned, frozen, hung, 
electrocuted and burned. Oh, really? And every morning I wake up without a scratch on me, not a dent in the fender. I am an immortal. Special today is blueberry waffles. All right, News Talk 1110 and 99.3 WBT. The rodent saw its shadow. So six more weeks of winter, uh, if you believe that uh, sort of thing. Uh, he did catch a glimpse of his shadow today. Uh, but again, he's only been right about 39% of the time. So more wrong than he is right. Kind of like CNN. Uh, although um, Jeff Zucker resigning because uh, he's the head of CNN or was the head of CNN. He is now resigning because he was having a romantic relationship with another senior executive. And he was supposed to have disclosed that, but he did not. Now, there is a story here from earlier uh, in the month over at RadarOnline.com on January 4th, and it said, CNN is at the center of its own scandal with its two most senior executives who made the decision to fire Chris Cuomo, accused of having a tawdry marriage-ending affair. By the way, is there any other kind of affair besides tawdry? I'm just curious. It's always the adjective used to describe any affair, and if you don't describe the affair, I mean, yes, okay, mutual or consensual affair, whatever. But tawdry, I'm not even sure I know what it means. I should really look that word up. I just see it. I'm seeing it a lot today, obviously. But multiple sources have confirmed that CNN President Jeff Zucker and Allison Gollis, the cable giant's executive vice president, and chief marketing officer have been involved in a clandestine romance dating back years. So that's another question is how long was this going on? Because, like, if I've learned anything from the era of Trump, it is that uh, the people who have been, like, the most vocal and outraged critics of him oftentimes are engaged in the very behavior that they are attacking him for engaging in himself. So I'm just kind of curious how long this has been going on. And that's really that's the only reason I'm I'm curious about it, except also for the fact that. Allison Gollis used to work for, anybody want to take a guess? That's right, the Cuomos. Right, they because because Zucker and Gollis initially stood by Cuomo when it emerged that uh, Chris Cuomo had rushed to the aid of his brother, Andrew Cuomo. Gollis once worked as the comms director for Andrew Cuomo. So so she goes from Andrew Cuomo's office over to CNN. They she then enters into a relationship with the head of CNN, but then Andrew Cuomo's brother engages in this smarmy behavior and now they've got to fire him, but Chris knows what's going on with these two that are about to fire him. Oh, it's just ugly. But I I, I yeah, I do wonder, why is it that people are listening to Joe Rogan again and not listening to CNN? It's amazing. I don't understand why people would have such doubts about the news business. All right, so there's that. Um, you're up to date on uh, what's going on with the CNN folks. <laughs> with CNN. I am kind of curious what it spells for the future direction of the network. This could actually be a good thing if somebody else gets in there and starts, you know, making wholesale changes i mean that yeah that that could be a a very good thing uh let's see here speaking of inappropriate internal affairs did you see that the mecklenburg county uh folks sent an email out to 
all of the employees who were not vaccinated and basically doxed them as unvaccinated, shared all of their uh, vaccination status with everybody that was on the email list, like 400 plus people. Yeah, I mentioned this the other day. I got a, I got a tip uh, from a uh, from a listener who works at the county. I appreciate that. They sent me a screenshot of the uh, of the email, and uh, and then yeah, now th- and then the county had to come out and apologize, but assure everybody that they did nothing wrong, and you can totally trust them because they've looked into it themselves and they've determined that they've done nothing wrong. So move along. It's not a HIPAA violation, right? Oh, I'm sorry I divulged your personal medical record, opening you up for targeting by, you know, colleagues who are members of the branch COVIDian cult, but um, we did nothing wrong. It's totally fine. You just need to suck it up. There's no HIPAA violation here. Um, I lo- There was a quote I heard um in our newscast, I want to say, either this morning I heard it or yesterday evening. Uh, I heard this quote from George Dunlap, the chair, who was like, look, look, look. And, and uh, who was the other one? Meyer? What was it? Laura Meyer, who then checked out sick at the county commission meeting last night. Uh, she was, or no, Elaine Powell wasn't there. My bad. Meyer was there. Powell wasn't. Um, oh, but no, Ella Scarborough was also not there. But as Joe Bruno from WSOC-TV pointed out, Commissioner Scarborough, the top votainer, right, not vote-getter, but votainer, um, she was, she, like, they, Chairman Dunlap doesn't even mention her absence anymore. It's just everybody understands, oh, she's not here again. And they, they, they don't even point it out. So they just continue functioning like they're an eight-member board, he said. It's so true. They just, like, pretend that it's just eight members. Meanwhile, she's pulling a paycheck for that. It's fine, though. It's different when Democrats do it. That's the key. This is about a million miles from where I started out in college. You weren't uh, in broadcasting or journalism? Mm Mm-mm. Believe it or not, I studied 19th century French poetry. (laughs) What a waste of time. I mean, for someone else, that would be an incredible waste of time. It's so bold of you to choose that. It's incredible. You must be a very, very strong person. All right. It's happy Groundhog Day. <laughs> News Talk 11, 10, and 99.3 WBT. By the way, for people who don't understand, uh, if you've never seen the movie Groundhog Day, I highly recommend you go see it. It is, uh, or you, I guess you probably just, you don't go see it. You just stay home and rent it or whatever. Um, but it really is the, the best analysis of the movie uh, and its multiple layers of wisdom and I know who I'm going to say the guy's name and people are going to be like, oh, I'm not going to read it. Jonah Goldberg. But this was when he was writing for National Review before he went crazy after Trump broke his brain um, or before Trump broke his brain, I think. Um, but he really he breaks it down and explains sort of the moral of the story. And it really is an uplifting moral of the story. It's about searching for more important things in life. Right. What are we doing here? What is life about? And if you had to live the same day over and over and over again, how would you do that? What would you do? And it it helps to distill the important things in life. That's why I'm a fan of the of the show of the movie. So uh, and I finally got my wife actually to watch it, I think, like a year ago. She had never seen it. Now, I will say the role that. uh Andy McDowell played. I was, eh. I was. I wasn't a huge fan. Of, um, all right, I'm. I'm not here to criticize 
well, actually, I am on a great many things. Like, for example, this move by the uh, somebody at the county, unnamed, don't know who it was that sent it out, but apparently the HR department emailed employees Monday morning who had not yet submitted proof that they were vaccinated and left all of their names in the address field so everybody could see who all was on the list. And that was immediately shared all around the county, and it's already been outside the county. So every like that list of unvaccinated employees, I'm sure, is already sitting at news organizations. And I'm sure they're getting ready to go dock some people over it. I'm sure. Well, why wouldn't they? It's for the public health, don't you know? According to an email by County Manager Dina DiOrio and obtained by uh, Joe Bruno at WSOC-TV, the message was intended for all employees. The email told employees who had not submitted proof that uh, that they're vaccinated that the mandatory weekly testing was going to resume. That was the purpose of the original email was to say, hey, look, the policy that we... Um, that they had to scale back because of the surge in demand for the testing, which was prompted by them telling everybody to go get tested for the holidays, right? Like, remember, they government officials told everybody, go get tested before Christmas. And so everybody rushed out to go get tested, and then it overloaded the testing facilities. And, you know, we ran out of the testing kits at the, at the uh, drug stores and the like, And so they're like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe this happened. Again, further evidence, people who don't understand supply and demand end up in government for the most part. And so anyway, they they sent everybody out to go get tested. And um, that then caused this major crush and uh, on the testing sites, which the county employees who are not vaccinated had been using prior to. The holidays, right, because the county employees had to go. They got to get a vaccine or they got to go get the weekly tests. And so now they can't get tests because their bosses told everybody else to go get tests too. So their bosses are like, all right, fine. We'll, we'll ease off on the, uh, on the testing requirement for public health, of course. And uh, in an email to county commissioners and top county leaders, the county manager claimed that the email on Monday morning, quote, was not a HIPAA violation despite identifying employees who have not submitted proof of vaccination. No, I mean, it's simply disclosing some personal information of a medical nature about other people to their their coworkers. So, of course, it's not any kind of a violation. I mean, even if some employees disagree, the boss says he did nothing wrong. So shut up. Leave it alone. Some employees said that they are worried about how their coworkers will treat them after being outed as unvaccinated. <gasps> no. No, come on. The vaccinated folks never, never would act terribly towards unvaccinated people, calling them like unclean plague rats and the like. They would never try to drag people out of buildings for not wearing masks and such. This sort of behavior is just, they're just a figment of their imagination. You know, these... These anti-vaxxers, man, they just they, their imaginations have just run wild. Several employees told Channel 9 that they plan to file complaints for a HIPAA violation. The county said that an apology email will be sent to all the impacted employees, and so that will make it all better. Uh, I think they will uh, also promise somebody from HR will come down and kiss the boo-boo and make it go away so you're not hurt anymore. 
It's one of the things about forgiveness, by the way. A lot of people don't understand this about forgiveness. It actually still does require a price to be paid. Right? If you injure me somehow, and uh, then I say, I forgive you, um, I've still taken on that damage. I've still been harmed. And the price for that is then borne by me, not you. That's what makes forgiveness so special. So when you, as the boss who messed with these people's lives, um, when you come along, out them, and then say, oh, don't worry, Uh, I'm really sorry about that, but you really weren't harmed. See, you're not actually asking for forgiveness there because you're still putting upon the employee, the harmed parties, you're still putting it upon them to bear the harm, right, to pay that price. You don't actually even make any kind of effort at accommodating that harm and maybe taking some of it on yourself. You didn't even say that. You're like, we didn't do anything wrong, but we're so sorry if you're offended. That's basically what this was. This apology is like, I'm sorry if you're offended. Now, don't you tell me you don't remember me because I sure as heck fire remember you. Not a chance. <laughs> Ned! Ryerson! Needle nose Ned, Ned the head. Come on, buddy. Chase Western High. Ned Ryerson, I did the whistling belly button trick at the high school talent show. Bing! Ned Ryerson got the shingles real bad. Senior year almost didn't graduate. Bing! Again! Ned Ryerson, I dated your sister Mary Pat a couple times till you told me not to anymore. Well? Ned Ryerson? Bing! Bing! <laughs> so did you turn pro with that belly button thing, Ned? Or uh, no, Phil. I sell insurance. What a shock! All right, News Talk eleven ten and ninety nine three WBT. See, don't these don't the clips just bring a smile to your face? That's what Groundhog Day is all about. I mean, aside from that rodent, but that's what it's all about. Uh, all right, seven zero four five seven zero eleven ten and one eight hundred WBT eleven ten. The uh, uh, story out of Mecklenburg County, by the way, I did watch the county commission meeting last night. Vilma seemed to be on pretty good behavior. Vilma Leak. I wonder if somebody told her, hey, let's uh, let, let's not get posterized by Pete again. <laughs> I wonder <laughs> I wonder if that's uh, if people were made aware that yeah, somebody's watching your meetings and playing your audio for everybody to hear. And if you don't want that dumpster fire to look and sound quite like the dumpster fire it is, then <clears throat> maybe rein it in a little bit. But anyway, there wasn't a whole lot on the agenda. Although I will say when the uh, the public health director gave his update on the COVID, uh, she asked, uh, essentially, it was this que- it was for it was in the form of a question, Jeopardy style. But uh, you could tell she's interested in not getting any more of these updates. There are people that don't. Uh, she's one of them. I, she's apparently not interested in hearing any more of the COVID update, thinking that once a month is now too often. Because it just gives people a reason, I assume, a reason to come down and protest them and and complain. And and she doesn't like it very much, I guess. By the way, she was wearing one of the one of those thin blue masks, which now I like nowadays, sorry, the guidance has changed, and so she's trying to kill people. I'm not sure she's aware of that. But that's what that means. I'm I, I do not make these rules. I don't make the rules. So the county's HR department sent out an email outing uh, some 400-plus employees as unvaccinated. And, of course, those names have now uh, made the rounds. Um, and according to uh, the county leadership, 
Uh, they say, look, uh, you know, uh, it was a mistake, but glad we can all move on. Mm-hmm. And uh, totally not a HIPAA violation, although a healthcare and employment law attorney named Karen McKeithen Shade, or Shade, S-C-H-A-E-D-E. I don't know how to pronounce that. I'm not up on my German. I think that's German. Um, And she said that once an employer has your vaccine information, it becomes confidential. Quote, it is supposed to be protected under HIPAA and not released unless there is a need to know. She said employees could file complaints with the Department of Health and Human Services Civil Rights Division. She said if the North Carolina DHHS determines it's a HIPAA violation, then the county could face a $1,000 fine per violation. So that was about a half a million dollar mistake. Could be. that. So is there any reason, why, uh, any other reason you think that they would not come out and say that this isn't a HIPAA violation? Right now they're just like... No, 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 this is totally, you guys, uh, just, you know, our bad, totally a mistake, not a big deal, don't worry, you're totally not going to be, like, ostracized at work by the branch COVIDians. Um, however, employees say that the list is already being shared, which is just shocking, right? Just shocking. Um, Channel 9 reporter Joe Bruno spoke with the county commissioner, Laura Meyer, about this incident, and she said she hopes the county has learned its lesson and has learned to double or triple check sensitive information. <laughs> well, I hope you learned your lesson. Really? You're going with you're going with that approach. Interesting. I mean, it's a bold strategy. We'll see if it works. "Quote: It was a human mistake, and I'm sorry it happened. I'm deeply sorry it happened. Let's just hope that never happens again. Seriously, that was bad, bad mistake. So again." That is essentially telling the people who were harmed, suck it up and pay the price for the mistake. Right? You're the ones who are going to bear the cost of this thing. If I if I am playing ball in the house and it bounces down the staircase and breaks mom's lamp, right? And mom always said, Don't play don't play ball in the house, but I did anyway and I break the lamp. Who pays for the lamp? Who pays to replace the lamp? Is it Bobby Brady or is it Carol Brady, right? Who pays? Someone has to pay to replace the lamp or it doesn't get replaced. And whoever paid for the lamp initially, they have borne the cost of now the broken lamp. Somebody has to pay the price. Who does it? The county is saying, you do it, <laughs> employees. You do it, plague rats. Um, here is the full statement. Quote, We are aware of an email that was sent in error this morning, but according to the county attorney, did not violate the HIPAA privacy rules. The email was intended to go to all county employees, not just a select group. Unfortunately, it went to all those employees who have not submitted proof of vaccination pursuant to county policy. Here's the big thing for me, which nobody seems to really be uh, keying on. They have a list. They created... An email list of all of the unvaccinated people in county employment. Now, you can say that that makes sense, right? That's from an administrative point of view. It makes perfect sense that you would create this list. So if you want to send out an email to people who are not up to date on the vaccine or whatever and don't get the seventh booster or whatever, like you have these lists. But to me, the creation of the list now 
opens the door for all sorts of stupidity and abuse. Stupidity is what we already saw Monday. People make mistakes, human error occurs, or maybe somebody sends it out because they wanted to. Or maybe somebody's already made a list of the list, a copy of the list, and they've already sent it out to people. They already know who's on that list because they made the list in the first place. Seems to me kind of a slippery slope. And then, of course, you get into the realm of purposeful abuse, right? But what do I know? Just a radio host. I'm sure it's totally not a HIPAA violation. Totally not. All right, news is next. 